0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The New Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you decide to watch and listen to this thing, Billy DeVore, and sitting next to me is my co-host...
1: Thanks for stopping over, Nasty Nation.
0: Thanks for coming to the Fart Dunge. Thank you
1: for coming over, everybody. Thank you. Yeah,
0: much appreciated. It's uh, it's good to be back here. You know, not on Zoom. We're uh, we're making it happen, dude.
1: Yes, we are. It's uh, happening all right now, everybody. It's going on.
0: In real time. Do you see how gentle I did that? Look at that.
1: I know. I know. We realized that uh, I, I flick and I touch. I'm a little jittery back here. I like to do the finger drums, so I understand that's obnoxious. <laughs> so trying to cut it out. So we were talking about that beforehand.
0: Yeah, yeah I flick, I drum, a beat. You know, I do it all over here, man. I strum, I grab. <laughs> I tease, I, I f- tickle. I fondle. <laughs> I get it going. Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy, how was your week? It's
1: pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple comedy shows was in Louisville last night, really just uh, hanging out with a buddy, Mike Cronin, uh, fun dude, former Cincinnati comic. But yeah, I went there last night, popped on, was fun. Uh, small but mighty crowd. And then uh, Comet was there Saturday, it was fun, another Cincinnati staple. It was a good time. Those Each of those sh- uh, shows sold out. Billy was on uh, those. I was. Yeah. You know what else I did? What else did you do? I did not really expect to do this. Uh, I watched the Eras Tour. <gasps>
0: Ew. I got
1: a haircut by a, a big fan of Taylor Swift, and the only thing she made me do is watch the Eras Tour, and she gave me a bracelet. It says Swifty on there.
0: Who are
1: you? I know, right? It's crazy. No, I was just trying to show support. I don't want to get one that says stiffy. And, uh,
0: <laughs>
1: I was really wanting to sell someone says stiffy. Yeah, yeah, but no, I watched it. I was being nice. I was being, uh, you know, I, I made a post about Taylor Swift uh, a little while ago, and she did not particularly care for it. Oh wow! And she messaged me. She sent a text to my phone about it and was not pleased. And she wanted to cut my hair, which was seemed like a. Pretty big setup. I wasn't like taking off to be like, her, but no, I thought she did a good job.
0: <laughs> she but, did do a good job.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. But uh, I, I sat down there. I watched uh, part of the era's tour, and uh, yeah, so I'm just drinking the Kool Aid.
0: So, which era did she suck in?
1: All of them. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know uh, yeah, I know. She's not a terrible person, but uh, as far as art goes, uh, I don't know. The bracelets are cool.
0: The bracelets are cool. They're so neat. <laughs>
1: I know. Uh, we'll make some new friends.
0: Uh, now, uh, Foco makes officially licensed friendship bracelets. Oh, really? So you can get ones that say Bengals, and you can get one that says Chiefs. <laughs> and you can get one that you know, uh, it says
1: my personality. <laughs>
0: Well, boy, howdy. Do you feel changed? Do you feel no, not really good? Okay, good. You didn't feel like your life had meaning now, and you needed to just no, nothing road clicked. Road.
1: Like, I appreciate like some of the stuff that she does, but mostly it's just like, okay, who is the, the better artist that came up with that uh, that beat?
0: Oh, for sure, you know, Jack Antonoff. Yeah, for starters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The national. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, you know, m- my favorite thing that she does mm-hmm. stops singing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> hey. she's really good at that. Oh man! But yeah, I had a, a unplanned. Uh, experience over the weekend, but uh, yeah, I survived.
0: That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, so first shout off, out
1: Sydney for the haircut. I really do appreciate it. Yes, yeah, Sydney,
0: you. great job. You nailed it. Mm. Thanks for putting Chris through the ringer with mm-hmm. that. <laughs> uh, it, and like the funny thing is, is like you have a bit in, in your special. One of my favorite bits of yours is the Supercuts menu haircut joke. Yeah, you have that. And then this person hears it says, "I want to give you a haircut," which they're already taking a huge risk, (laughs) yeah, because they know, like, hey, here's the follow up to that bit, Mm -hmm. and then they're like, "Now I'm also showing you Taylor Swift."
1: Yeah, I I understand listening back, like on that, if you're uh, a hairstylist or something, and if you're going to cut my hair, it might seem like I'm a bit of a prick. Sure, (laughs) but uh, yeah, she she took me in, and (laughs) she straight dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was non judgmental. It was very nice.
0: (laughs) She it was mutual. It was mutual. She could have ruined your day and week.
1: She really could have. Like, uh, she was taking my hair in her hands, uh, but I trusted her, yeah. and she didn't do me wrong. I haven't wow. seen the back, but I do feel pretty clean.
0: Hold on, turn real quick. Oh, Dude, it a Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, it says, it's t- Kelsey. It says TF Hearts K T T, t- K. Yeah. No, it's just dicks. You're, okay, you're cool. G- so, <laughs> so, so just the norm. <laughs> just what
1: my previous hairstylist did.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually requested it. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind, could you just buy a couple? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Thank you.
1: A couple mushroom tips on the back there. Thank you. <laughs> you. Per
0: Could you shave in the little hairs on the balls
1: too, mm-hmm. and make him a gentile? Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> gentile giant how <laughs> was your weekend buddy it was great i'm uh, i'm still i'm almost fully adjusted from being back from vegas yeah uh flew out tuesday morning at 6 30 and then got back saturday at, at uh we touched down at 6 40 a.m dang yeah uh i tried to sleep on the plane it worked okay
1: Do you have trouble sleeping on the plane?
0: I know some people do. Here's my thing. It's midnight. It's Friday night. And, like, I had a a fair amount of booze to try and knock myself out. Mm Kind of happened. But it's just, like, in and out. And then you're touching a stranger next to you. And you're kind of both going in and out. And then you're snoring. And then you become self-conscious of the snoring on the plane and everyone else. And it's just... Ugh, I, I tried, I think I got maybe two hours of sleep, maybe, but not consecutively.
1: It's a lot of dozing, no really hard napping, that's no. what I feel.
0: No, there was one time I was flying back from Seattle, and I was violently drunk. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I was with, with Jake, and then was, he's like, all right, here's your flight, and it was like early, early in the morning, and I was just chugging, getting ready, and he took me to the airport, and I was like brown out like i think i can get to my gate (laughs) and then i got there dude i fell asleep on my flight and i had a connecting flight in minneapolis and and this is pandy so like middle seats open the best it was the best time to fly i miss Mm -hmm. it uh the person there was a person in the aisle who like touched me Poked me and I woke up, bah, my mask all sweaty, just because mm. I've got into a deep, deep sleep. Yeah. It just didn't give a fuck. And I woke up <laughs> and they were like, We're leaving. I went, Oh, okay, dad. <laughs> all of us. <laughs> all of us. We're all done. We're all going out. <laughs> it was like, Okay. And got up and then found my phone. I was like, Okay. And then slept the rest of the way home because I went from violently drunk to sweaty and cognizant to hungover. And then I was like, okay, cool. I can definitely sleep Minneapolis back to Cincy. Mm. No problem. And I did. I fucking nailed it. So I tried to recreate that magic.
1: Didn't happen? Didn't
0: happen. So then I got home at like 7, and I was like, babe, wake me up at 11. She's like, okay. Woke up at 3.30. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did she fall asleep too? No. No, 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 no,
0: no. She was like, I did stuff. I was like, why would you let me sleep? (laughs) She's like, you needed it. I was like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want you up and around me. (laughs) I liked it better when you were just, like, not moving.
0: I liked it better when you were halfway across the country. Yeah. Much better that way. (laughs) Um, No, it was good. The trade show was great. Met with a lot of great ball clubs and wholesalers and apparel shops and vendors and all these people. Uh, But Vegas, man, is exhausting.
1: Yeah? Have you been? I've been. I've been one time. And I was actually sober when I was there. So I was completely... Not, I mean, I was smoking, but I wasn't drunk, and it was just mostly a lot of people watching. Mm. It was really fun, uh, hanging out a lot in the Lazy River, and just kind of just like watching the debauchery just kind of trickle over <laughs> through the night.
0: That's fair. You were there for what, two days? Yeah, two days. That's the perfect amount of time to be there. Yeah. In and out, because by the time you're you're there, we were there, so we got there Tuesday, we left Saturday um, midnight, whatever, like after a couple days, you're like, man, it's so cool, this is awesome, lights, and there's all this shit to do. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh my god, there are lights everywhere, mm. constantly beating down on you. There's too much to do. You just get tired of seeing like Bobby Flay and Guy Fieri's face everywhere.
1: It's disorienting. Like the whole thing is meant to be disorienting.
0: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. You're just supposed to be completely lost and overwhelmed. So then you're just like, All right, take my money.
1: Yeah, it, it does. It. They want you to be in a situation where spending like three hundred dollars at two fifteen in the morning doesn't seem weird.
0: No, I mean, I I pulled out. 200 to start the trip mm-hmm. and i ended the trip with 200 dollars.
1: that's impressive i
0: did the whole curve i got all the way i got down and then i got up and then i got really up and then i got back to even
1: that's good that, that's a las vegas that's you're up you're if up. you if you uh, leave even
0: yeah because i spent all of that time basically just tipping for drinks mm-hmm. and then playing cards I mean, it was it was like the ideal situation.
1: Yeah, let's keep floating a twenty the entire week. That's a uh, pretty spectacular.
0: Well, a twenty there is two hundred bucks.
1: No, I know. There's so
0: <laughs> much hair on this thing. I don't know how it happened, but I'm just looking and I'm just peeling it off. And for the people watching at home, they're like, Billy is like, it's mm-hmm. like he's trimming a chia pet.
1: I feel like that's normally my mic. <laughs> it's yeah, like There's you know, normally the like hairs I get to pull out there.
0: <laughs> well, now that you got that haircut, uh-huh. you know, it's not gonna happen. Mm-mm. Um. The, the, the funniest thing is just like, dude, there's just people standing on the sidewalk, just like smacking cards mm-hmm. and just handing them out to people. and then you look at the cards. It's like, oh, this is for a prostitute.
1: Huh. This is for titties. I can
0: buy this. I can buy hoo-ha. And we can all share. We can all <laughs> split a butthole. <laughs> you want to go in, in this butt? <laughs> hey, there's three holes in three and three of us. I'll do it let's go wrap them up
1: that's quite the uh, bonding experience uh, for a company it
0: truly is you know
1: (laughs) I mean sharing appetizers at Applebee's is one thing but if you've ever shared an asshole
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's a different kind of ceviche yeah yeah, very much Uh, both are cooked in lime juice mm. Anyway uh, So I just like kept grabbing them And like I just had a stack in my jacket I'm Like they're like, trading cards Yeah I was I was just like oh my god look it's a one of one of Nadia There's Look it's got a color burst on Oh no she's very sick <laughs> And so I was just doing that Handing them back to kids who were walking by Just like this is where you came from mm. So that was super fun <laughs> You're a product of this <laughs> You're a product of this I could be your dad so they just start saying, like, it's just, or just go around and, like, have these and be like, has anyone seen my daughter? Where is she? Where she is my daughter? Like
1: <laughs> As they're driving by and it's got, kind of, you know, like, her advertisement's on the side. Surprise face.
0: Oh, my God. My daughter started OnlyFans.
1: <laughs> knew she was an entrepreneur. <laughs> uh,
0: poo newer mm. poo Newer. Yeah, dude, it was super fun. Uh, but I'm so happy to be home and in the Eastern time zone because uh, it, it's it just three hours fucks you.
1: It really does. Uh, that always it throws me off. I have, I have to sleep like a, a day to like recover.
0: Oh, I tried. Well, I slept for a good chunk of Sunday and then watched football and got depressed that the, it's going to be the Chiefs and 49ers. But it'll be a great game. That's all that matters. It'll be a great game. And... Detroit lost that game more than one, but this is not a football podcast. Mm-mm. It's a baseball one. so we' aren't gonna we aren't gonna touch on it anymore. Oh God yeah it was, yeah but no I I think I, Alicia's never been. so I'm gonna take her and mm-hmm. we'll go for like a weekend.
1: Yeah, I definitely want to go back now that uh, I'm back on the sauce.
0: Oh, baby!
1: <laughs> but I wouldn't mind going back and p- gambling a bit more. Yeah, and kind of participating a bit because I feel like I was uh, mostly just like watching people experience Vegas, sure. like that time that I went. But this time, I'd like to get more involved, maybe more than two days.
0: Sure, more involved with the community. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I want to reach out, start a few programs, <laughs> go to a soup kitchen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude the soup kitchen's just the buffet at the caesars yeah You're not actually helping anybody but yourself mm-hmm. uh well here's what was really cool is i took 20 bucks mm-hmm. and i went into this there this is the win and they have this like machine well it's a ga- it's a gambling game but it's 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 a horse track mm-hmm. and it's electronic horses that mm-hmm. just go across this track so what i would do is i would bet a dollar on the entire field yeah okay sometimes they pay like Two to, you know, three times amount your bet. Two or three times amount your bet. And then I would put five on the one that paid two or three times amount because mm-hmm. no, those were normally the ones I would hit. And then if I put one on one that would go like uh, times 47, I'd win 47 bucks. So all that I'm betting is like $13. Yeah. I took that and I built it up to 38 bucks. Mm-hmm. Then I took that 38 bucks, walked over to a digital blackjack game, took that 38 bucks, made it 100. Hmm. Then I took that hundred to the Westgate, and I played three card poker, and I hit a straight flush, and I turned it into three hundred and fifty bucks. Nice.
1: Were you just playing against a machine at that point when you're doing the poker?
0: The poker was a human. Oh, human. A real human person. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, not a robot. Human person.
1: (laughs) Those robots are scary. (laughs) They're
0: so scary. They'll
1: lie to you sometimes.
0: It's like, ugh, these AIs know how I bet. <laughs> but no, it was it was super. So that was that was it. Then on the next side, I just t- ate a dick at the three card poker table. Yeah, and yeah, they took me for a ride, baby.
1: You ever play roulette?
0: Uh, yeah, I've won. I've I've lost money on that before. Yeah,
1: I've lost money on that too. It's pretty fun. I like. I feel like I've uh won a handful of times. Like initially playing that and it's got hooked. It's a very easy game. It's like it's casual like blackjack you can lose like 200 bucks like instantly like yep. roulette it's a little bit more time there's like a a pacing to it yeah and you can you know you'll still blow money but for a longer period of time if you can like float a 20 you know spread it out put in some corners get these and you have like a few stacks of chips and you just get one to hit it's just like Bam. And you're just floating money. It's Dude, great.
0: And then you're just rolling back and with what you started. Yeah. <laughs> three card poker. It's just like you get three cards. The dealer gets three cards and you can play off theirs and yours and they have to like qualify. And there's three different, t- four different types of bets. And like, there's a lot of ways to stretch your money mm. The house, it's the game with the best favorite, like odds in your favor. So I felt it. You could sit there for hours and then you'd be like, I only lost $25.
1: I liked playing, like, when they had the Horseshoe Casino open up, like, in Cincinnati, uh, for a hot minute, I was getting, like, into, like, playing Texas Hold'em, like, a little bit of gambling, yeah. and then uh, you, could, you could sit down, and you'd have to invest, like you know, like, a, a little bit of money initially, but when you're just, like, playing against other people, like, that was the one I was like, oh, I, I feel smarter than this 21-year-old drunk with his dad's money right now, <laughs> and so you can start picking off players. Yeah. So for a minute, I had in my mind that okay, this is gonna be me. I'm gonna be up here every weekend taking money from these oh kids, God. and then uh, that lasted for about like three months. And then I, <laughs> I was like, "This is stupid.
0: Why am I doing this?" Yeah, yeah. How did you end? Did you end up? Did you end down? Did you
1: I never really invested much into it. Like I did it like a few times of going up there, and then I realized. I think the thing that really struck me is like the first time I went to the casino I was playing, uh, you know, hold'em against like actual people and then i realized they knew a lot more about the game than what i did so then i started like just playing like online a little bit not for any like cash but still like in a semi-competitive where there's at least like some sort of like people adhering to like uh you know ratios of betting yeah you're learning yeah and then uh eventually i went back up to the casino a few other times and won some money but very little and then uh, I ended up uh, having to suck people's assholes in the street. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was pretty bright for a few minutes. Yeah. Oh, now-
0: boy. Like in the horseshoe, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I got, <laughs> I got all the way
1: around. It was uh, not good luck.
0: Not good luck. And it, it was brown luck.
1: Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. God. Yeah. But, yeah, that stuff can be addicting, dude.
0: It can be, dude. That's why I was like, you were just talking about it. And I was thinking, like, dude, I'm, I have cash. Like, on my way home, I could fucking hit. I could hit the casino. It's the at it right, right by my house. Mm-hmm. I could go play a little three car before. Then I was like, no, dude, what are you doing? It's Monday.
1: <laughs> dude, like when you, together. when you understand like a little bit, and this is uh, very amateur stuff like f- coming from me. So I don't know what the really what the hell I'm talking about. But do, when, you, when you start to learn like the basics of betting and just like uh, the ratios of what's in the pot, how is this person? But like it, it starts to actually become more of a game other than just a game of chance. Sure. Uh, so that was like the intrigue. Of it, and then just the stupid stuff. Like I probably have a a couple books I bought about counting cards. (laughs) I don't know who the. Just when you think, this is going to be me (laughs) for the whole summer. I'm going to count cards, and I'm going to get arrested. (laughs) It's going to ruin my life.
0: You know it's got it gets bad when you have to buy literature, yeah. <laughs>
1: and right. it's all saying, "Please do not do this. This is not recommended. Warning. <laughs> You're a moron."
0: Uh, you go, babe. No, it's an investment. It's like, no, it's illegal.
1: Yeah, and like all the good like casino movies have all it's like they've all figured it out by now. Yeah. Like it's it's past the 80s and 90s. Like they know how people are counting cards.
0: Yeah, dude. The guy in Casino with the hammer on the table.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy. Mm-hmm.
0: That's brutal. That's
1: who I want to be. That
0: would be that guy. I want to be hammer on table guy yeah. i don't need that hand
1: <laughs> i just gamble with it anyways
0: <laughs> chris how'd you break your hand joe pesci <laughs> had a flush <laughs> goddamn river got me river got me again <laughs> the ohio river i'm gonna be in it if i don't pay my buggy yeah oh shit that's great oh man uh we uh we have some bread stuff to talk about Yeah, we do. There, There is things that happened on January 30th, 2024, the year of our Lord, to start with. Uh, The Reds have not one, not two, not three, not four, but five.
1: 73.
0: 73 of the top 100 (laughs) prospects. Mm -hmm. They got five. They got five of the top 100 prospects. That's, uh, I think, like third most because there's, uh, I forget who, uh, the Cubs have seven. Worlds have six. There's another team with six, and we have five.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's uh, considering we had a handful of guys graduate up until uh, you know actual majors this year, so they aren't going to qualify for this.
0: Yeah, like Ellie and McLean not qualifying, but that's okay mm-hmm. because you know who did qualify: number twenty-one Novi Marte, number thirty-four Rhett Louder, number sixty-seven Edwin Arroyo, number seventy Connor Phillips, and number ninety-eight just squeaking by on the tiny hairs of his chin, chin, chin. Chase Petty. <laughs> hey, none of these surprised me except for Chase Petty. That was a but bottom of, bottom five, bottom ten of a list mm-hmm. is just a crapshoot, but like. We all knew that Novi Marte would be up there, right? Especially the last 20 games he played, guy mashed. He was hot, he was hot, he was swinging a good stick, and he looked like he belonged. There's there's no way that he's starting in the minors with how well he's with how well he played when he was up here.
1: Yeah, you'd be doing a disservice to him and your franchise because he was definitely very hot, seemed like he was clicking up to pace, and just kept incrementally getting better every week and just feeling a bit more comfortable at the plate and in the field. So, yeah, dude, having him start off uh, starting, of course. (laughs)
0: Yeah, starting off at third with that that sweet, sweet, smooth swing.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, very like glass watching him work.
0: Do you say that five times fast? Sweet, (laughs) sweet, smooth swing. Mm -hmm. Very hard. Uh, And then, you know, Rhett Lauder at 34. I mean, he was seventh overall in the first round of the draft last year. Everyone anticipated him to be pretty high on this list. Mm. Um, I think 34 is fairly accurate for a guy who hasn't even thrown a pitch playing professional baseball.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. You don't want to have him too high up there. That'll just crush your psyche.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you're not, middle high. Middle high is fine. <laughs> uh, Evan Arroyo at 67. Like we said, like the guy is a freak. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll most likely finish the year off in AAA if he is if he keeps playing on the trajectory that he is playing at, like he did last year. Yeah. Um, Connor Phillips at 70. I mean, we saw him up here. We know he's got some control issues, and he clearly wasn't ready to be up here, but he did show some flashes of the stuff that we are banking on for the future. 98 Chase Petty. I knew he had a good year in high A and in double A. Eight innings pitched in double A, so basically two appearances, uh, with a sparkling 0.00 ERA. That's enough to get you in the top 100.
1: Yeah, got to improve it just a little bit, but hey.
0: A little bit. He's like 20, dude. The guy can sling heat. Um, even though his velocity dipped, dipped a little bit towards the end of the year, that's anticipated with a guy who had only pitched high school baseball.
1: Yeah, they're going to be uh, not familiar with uh, the stamina there. Yeah. so
0: They'll figure it out. But don't be surprised if he's one of those guys that ends up in AAA by the end of the season. And if he's in the bigs, that means we have a lot of people hurt.
1: Yeah, so we're going to see, like, ah, this is super exciting to be – Be able to really focus on, you know, the reds and then also the people coming from the pipeline. It's going to be fun.
0: Yeah. They're doing I mean, Crawls doing exactly what he said he was. He's trying to build a consistent winner, and that's how you do it is within development. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to be the best farm system forever. Move some of them dudes. Let's bring in some big boys.
1: Yeah. It's really paid dividends. We've seen that a lot like the past year of people getting moved up and actually just like, hey, here you go. Baptism by Mm -hmm. fire.
0: Baptism by fire or you're in another organization. Mm -hmm. So. Pretty awesome, man. Uh, very, very, very excited to see that because we haven't had this many Reds on the list in like a long time. And it it feels good to know that, you know, the quick rebuild worked and it's going to be for the long term.
1: Yeah, it's a, a nice pipeline.
0: Nice pipeline.
1: Nice pipe dare.
0: Pipe dare. Lots of options moving forward. Pretty exciting. Um, in other direct Reds news... Alex Blandino is back with the Cincinnati Reds.
1: Dude, I love this story.
0: With an invite to major league camp on a minor league deal to not play second base or shortstop or left field or right field. What is he doing?
1: He's going to be a pitching specialist with the knuckleball. Push. Mm.
0: He'll be pushing ball.
1: Love it. I've had this thought before of like... What would you and, and like maybe like ten years ago when there a bit more uh, knuckleballs in fashion? But if you just quit everything, you quit your job and just try to focus on perfecting the knuckleball. There is a legitimate chance you could potentially become a major league p- pitcher because it's not necessarily an athletic move; it's a <laughs> repetitive motion. Yeah, it's th- such a cool thing.
0: That is so hard to control. Mm-hmm. It's just fingernails and and technique
1: hmm It's just the best athletes in the world doing it. I think I can master it, Bill.
0: <laughs> yeah? Yeah. You think you're going to... Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Look out, Blandino. Coming for you.
0: <laughs> Cutting
1: my nails now. Working on my cuticles.
0: <laughs> Weird Dino coming up to just make zero spin.
1: <laughs> coming in. Coming in soft.
0: <laughs> and drop. <laughs> Man, I mean, look at Tim Wakefield. It saved his career. Ari Dickey. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I... I'm not saying he's not going to do it, because I'm not going to say that. Like, you looked at when he did pitch. Mm-hmm. That thing was gross. Yeah,
1: dude. And if you're able to flip off from throwing a knuckleball and throwing something, any anything that to touched 90, that's at least going to get the, the batter off balance a little bit. Yeah,
0: he would go 67 to 90. Mm-hmm. If he could just dot his fastball and then throw knuckles.
1: He could be. I mean, we could definitely use that. I mean, he would have been a helpful in last year's season, for sure.
0: Yeah, they would. He would have been just the setup guy by by game 1 146.
1: Absolutely. Dude,
0: I'm I'm psyched. I'm psyched to see it and you know, he's pretty easy on the eyes. Not gonna lie. I like him. He's one of the little hot boys that came up for the for the red legs. Mm-hmm. Just had unfortunate injury after unfortunate injury. Mm-hmm. He could swing a stick. Say you got, you're got you like, man, my bench is running low, and you got him in the bullpen.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's bring out hot nucks.
0: <laughs> hot hot nuck slow pitch. <laughs> That's his new nickname. That's it. Hot nucks slow pitch. Yeah, yeah. And have him just come out and hurl and then just hit dangers. Yeah, I love it. I'm all for it, man. I mean, it's fun. It's a great story. I'm glad he's coming back, but... Who knows? Let's, I, I am go, I I hope that when I'm out at spring training, I get to see it live. Oh, that'd be so rad. If I don't, I'll be disappointed. Mm-hmm. But, dude, I mean, who knows? It could be organizational depth at the least the least point of it, well, dude. Like, overall, it's such a fun story. I mean, God. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't put it into words how excited <laughs> I am to just watch that pretty man just... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's fun. Baseball's a fun sport.
0: Baseball's fun, and this is what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Um, okay. In the division, the Cubs went out and signed Hector Neris, a reliever who could also most likely, probably, will be, should be the closer for the Cubs.
1: Yeah, the Cubs just got better.
0: The Cubs got better. Mm-hmm. They went out and they got better. I mean, he last year, he had 81 and 80. Cheese. I am... Number lexic today. 68 and a third innings pitched with an ERA plus a 246. Uh, he had a 171 ERA. And he had 10.1 Ks per nine. It's a guy, a high-end reliever. That's what the Cubs needed. That's one of the big holes that they filled. And they went in and they brought out a vet. Does this do anything to move the needle for where you think the Cubs will land?
1: It does. It does. But I also started off saying the Cubs are going to be just dog shit this year. But I, <laughs> I, I know. That was just me being a dick. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It does make them more uh, formidable opponent. Uh, it's them patching up some of the issues that they had. And I do think, like, uh, a lot of the teams in this division are seeing the way things are trending. So it's either pick up the pace or get ran over. And so it seems like, you know, everyone's following the line, Cubs included. And, yeah, so it does uh, make them a bit more of a difficult opponent.
0: Yeah, it does. And considering they went and traded for Michael Bush, a guy that they think is going to be their everyday first baseman who can mash they got from the Dodgers. Yeah. And now you fill this hole with someone who could come in and shut down games. And then they're linked with Matt Chapman and Cody Bellinger still. I mean, the Cubs didn't do anything for months except get Craig council. And now they're like, all right, we're patching what's left together. And what's still left together out there is Jordan Montgomery, Blake Snell, Matt Chapman, Bellinger, uh, Jorge Soler, Adam Duval, like there are still bats and pitchers available for the cubs to be like, alright, where we go. Here's here's our here's our, our bucks. Take them. These mm. take our, our marquee marks. And come on in here and play for the Cubs.
1: Yeah, that's another signal, too, that they're not done spending, most likely. If they're trying to make, like, systematic moves like this, I do anticipate them continually, like, going after people to, like, plug up those holes.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's exactly what they're going to do. I just... uh man. I it, I, I, hmm.
1: I feel you. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's just... <laughs> sorry. I, You know how eloquent I am?
1: Yeah, you said it, buddy.
0: Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um... Matt Chapman does make a difference for them defensively if they do bring him in. His stick doesn't do enough for me, but also playing 81 games at Wrigley Field will make that better compared to when he played in Oakland and Toronto. Mm. So you'll definitely see a little bump in his numbers, but I, I, I think that's—I don't think that's enough for me to put him up, push him over the edge. Now they bring back Bellinger and have Bush at first. Then that kind of... That kind of scares me a little bit. Then they go out and they sign Blake Snell. Then I'm like, well, fuck. That's, yeah. They're real good. Then they're real good. And you're like, they're not just contending for the NL Central. You're like, man, this could be this is a team that could make a, pl- a deep playoff run.
1: Yeah. This puts them a few moves away from being uh, a legit contender. So, but,
0: but again, we're talking a few hundred million dollars probably that they're going to have to spend to do that. You're talking about those, the three of those dudes, you're talking 300. 50 to 400 million bucks, Mm -hmm. which they could do it. They could. They've got, they've got it. It's not like they're in a major market or some shit.
1: Yeah. They have the diehard fans. It's not something outside their realm of possibilities.
0: Not one bit. This is an interesting thing that happened. Jorge Polanco just got traded to the Mariners for the, from the twins. Why does that matter to us? Because that means the Mariners got a second baseman. Mm Mm-hmm. Takes another suitor right off the board for Jonathan India. Do you? I mean, I, it's more and more. It's looking like India is staying. We've set it all off season, mostly because this is the worst time to trade him. Did do, do anything for you?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I was actually just kind of looking at like some of the the configuration of what the infield outfield might look like for the Reds, and it does seem there there is going to have to be some sort of platoon. But I am not. Thinking that uh, the Reds are outside the realm of possibilities of still loading up for some sort of trade that may include India, but I don't think it's going to happen now. But I do think that is a good case for India staying and being part of like a rotating platoon. So that's better for India for sure to, you know, keep wearing a Reds jersey for this season.
0: Yeah. The only team that I can think that would need a second baseman right now. Is the Boston Red Sox, and they said that they're tightening their belt, and this is this is what they're going with. <coughs> yeah, <coughs> so,
1: so I don't think. Uh, yeah, I, it'd be wild if India left the Reds uh, before the start of the year.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I just don't see it happening, but it, it it still is important enough in the in 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 Reds country to be like, yeah, another one off the board. Calm down. He's going to be around.
1: Because that was like a big conversation. Just thinking, like, oh, India's going to get dealt here. You know, India's going to have to get dealt. Yeah. Especially after Candelario, we got him, and it was just like adding to this uh, already choked up infield. But uh, yeah, I think uh, he's going to be a red for the, you know, for at least half of this year.
0: Yeah, until July 30th. (laughs) Most Most, likely. Most likely. We'll see. But in the meantime, India, him and his crystals are going to be hanging out at GABP. Hell yeah! Uh, okay. The Dodgers signed James Paxton one year. <laughs> Let knock it off. Stop knock it. it. Off.
1: Get out of here.
0: Stop. You've done too much. You don't need to keep signing these people.
1: Yeah, I think uh, where the California wildfires are starting is from how frequently they're crossing and drawing on their checkbooks, <laughs> sparking up flames.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? It's just all crypto.
1: <laughs> it's just cryptocurrency. It's just, crypto. just changing in bitcoins. It's just flying around the ethosphere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just obnoxious. It is. It's obnoxious. And look, he's not a guy that's like, whoa, but it's enough to be like, he could be a five or a six starter.
1: That'd be a huge deal for us. You know, like an $11 million deal for the Reds is a really big deal. And then the Dodgers are just like, hey, I guess whatever. We got a little time. We can just whatever. do that. I don't give a shit.
0: You don't give a shit. And then he's going, basically he's going to, you know, Dodger pitching you where like they fixed Tyler Anderson. They brought back Andrew Heaney. They've like, there are so many rehab pitchers mm. from that organization where you're like, cool, James Paxson's had all the talent in the world and has shown that he is can be an elite pitcher when healthy. And now the Dodgers are going to be like, look, here's how you stay healthy Here's our secret juju magic. Mm-hmm. Cover you in it. And then now he's going to go out and be like, wow, who knew that James Pax is in?
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm excited for like the players, you know, uh, if they get to be in an organization where they get to flourish, that's great. But it's still just one of those things. Just, oh, God.
0: God damn it. Just shut it down. Mm-hmm. It's almost like there's like a, uh, like a luxury tax that needs to be in place. But yeah, if there wasn't like teams that could circumvent it and kind of cheat the system. You know, like, you'd think there would be able to put some restrictors on this. Yeah, I mean, not have this shit to continue to happen.
1: I know. If only there was some way to go about doing that to make it a bit more uh, fair. Hmm. Hmm, I don't know.
0: Weird. Fair and balanced, huh? Exactly. I I mean, anyone can go out and do this, apparently. Anybody can do it. Mm. Fucking Dodgers. Uh, um, we got uh we got one more little quick story. This is a quick in and out episode They're Just you know there's not a whole lot, but there's enough going on. This is and, a juicy chunk right and now. And this is a good one. Uh in X Reds news. <coughs> Excuse me. Ow. <laughs> Let me take that over again. Ow, that that one hurt. who <laughs> buddy. Got you back in the Polanco. Oh, my Polanco? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. In X-Reds news. Uh, Puig got in another fight Oh no Oh god Golly G willikers Puig's <laughs> just down in Venezuela Throwing fists Being a naughty wild horse <laughs> But it's
1: not quite exactly like that Because he actually was being very disciplined
0: He was being a great guy You mm-hmm. know He was in the front being like Hey man look at me I'm built like a silverback
1: And he's doing that to just like tell people, like, "Hey, we don't need to fight here." If real quickly, I know we have like a link. Probably we're gonna throw up there. Uh, Pimp job turned into, "Hey, please don't pimp job." We're gonna throw up this guy, and then escalation, escalation. Eventually, uh, Puig is separating people, and throughout this, he at one point he catches like a stray sucker punch and gets involved. And then the dust literally starts kicking yeah. up and it's just, just like just tons of, it looks like a cartoon. there's a bunch of fists flying everywhere, <laughs> you know, ampersands going off. It was nuts.
0: It was insane. Well, it was, it was like such a cheap sucker punch. Cause he like went out to the back. He's like, look, dude, I'm, I'm just a gun for hire. I'm like 32 years old. I don't need to be caught up in this. I've already, I've already delivered some of the best fighting content in major league baseball. If I get in on this I'm stepping down my level yeah. of fights in all of be- in all of baseball across the world mm. I was already at the goat level now it's like come on that I mean, be like if you fought in UFC and then you walked by and saw a bum fight in the corner by a couple <laughs> dumpsters yeah and you're like you know what maybe I could go and get in on that
1: reliving the old glory
0: yeah the old glory days yeah I mean like if Kimbo slice went back to street brawling <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's what it'd be like. And dude, and then like that, he walks the guy, they're like, it seems like it's over. Then it's just like a cheap little, like, bah, bah, mm.
1: bah.
0: It looked like a rock'em, sock'em robot punch.
1: Yeah, it did. It, it's not the punch you want to throw if you're going to have Puig just absolutely just raging bull at you.
0: Yeah, when you got a brick shithouse like him just charging out at you, pure muscle with just a blonde mohawk, you just don't mess with that guy. And yet this dweeby little guy was like,
1: Yeah, I saw an opportunity. And yeah, definitely check out the fight if you haven't seen it. Puig uh, did a great job of being chill until the point where he was forced to be unchill.
0: Until <laughs> He was like, oh no, yeah, you can't do that bud, Dude, and, and the, what's also, it, it's just, what was so great is then like, right after that, they, they hit a double and then they hit a homer to win the game. Yeah, pretty freaking rad. Mm-hmm. Just to be like, get it, you get out of here. We got this covered. Okay, scram.
1: Yeah, literally, get out of here.
0: Get you, get you, get. Well, then the problem. Then the other thing was, I felt kind of bad for him because, like, everybody sharing it on social media was just like, just showing Puig going after the people.
1: That was the thing that kind of bothered me because it's just like, look at him doing it again. It's like, no, dude, he was the best dude in there, separating people. Like, it could have got way worse if it wasn't for him. And then this uh, little idiot decides to. You know, throw a cheap one, and then he started to uh, throw punches, and that's you know, of course, obviously the, the yeah. thing that gets shown.
0: And that's when the wild horse threw off his saddle, and he was like, up
1: Oh yeah, it's uh, it was pretty cool.
0: It's on. Mm-hmm. He he kept like sharing. He was like, "No, look, I'm 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 being painted in a bad light." I'm like, "We've heard this before." You definitely placed bets with an FBI agent. <laughs> you're not innocent of when you say that you're innocent, but this time he was just like. Uh, yeah, no, I'm actually innocent here. There's actual game tape of it. It's not a document or a press release from the FBI. Mm. No, this is like real footage. You're like, all right, cool. I believe you.
1: Yeah, so good on you, Puig.
0: Good on you, Puig. You keep being the wild horse, but probably never playing in major league baseball again. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Keep making highlights though. Keep making highlights, you know. I do, I still follow him on Twitter like he still makes some cool catches. Yeah. He's still like he's still the wild horse. He still has all the ability in the world. It's just uh not great at decision making. Mm-hmm. So, uh from what I was told, he was traded at just the right time. <laughs> so, uh let's uh let's round 30 and half for home, shall we? Sure. We got
1: Um, well, the one place I was going to be performing at in Frankfurt, it officially closed, but uh, I got a guarantee anyway, so F off. (laughs) I got some stuff coming up in March, Uh, March 9th, Bombs Away, March 24th, Future Science, March 29th and 30th, Willie and I, uh, Willie, (laughs) Willie,
0: Billy, and and
1: I should be at uh, Wiley's, we're going to confirm that 29th and 30th, but uh, yeah, so check me out in March. Billy, what do you got? Uh
0: uh what do i have coming up uh february 22nd uh i think i asked you to be on that but if not you're finding out now um we are doing a show at second sight second sight spirits in uh ludlow kentucky oh shit yeah super fun it's a cool little room holds about 50 people it's gonna be super fun uh february 8th and 9th i will be uh at commonwealth sanctuary Shows at 7.30, I believe, Friday, Saturday. Come check those out. That's what I've got right now. Nice, dude. Busy. Mm-hmm. Nice to promote stuff, you know?
1: I know, dude. Uh, I'm looking forward to that uh, Ludlow in February.
0: Yeah. It'll be fun. I know. I don't, I don't think I've been there before. <laughs> it's a very cool space. Yeah. You'll dig it. Uh, so far, it's you, me, Wayne, and Allison Stapp. Well, it'll be fun. So It'll be a fun show. So mm-hmm. I just probably need to book like one more person. Mm-hmm. It'll be a great time. We're only need we only doing an hour. Cool. Oh, only, wow. Yeah. You don't need to do an hour and a half in a small room Mm-mm. in an independent space. No siree on a Thursday. So let's, uh, let's do our thank yous and goodbyes here. Thank you to Sports Drink for hosting the audio of this podcast. We appreciate it. Check out In the Clutch. What? Is this just an In the Clutch shirt? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a shirt from In the Clutch that says, In the Clutch... Promo code Nasty Boys, all caps, get ten percent off. Do it up. Uh, thank you for having me over in the Fart dungeon. Hey, anytime. Screaming into my phone and into these microphones.
1: Yeah, throwing farts against the wall.
0: It's kind of how that's how magic's made, mm-hmm. folks. And thank you for watching and listening. And as always, go Red Legs.
1: Go Red Legs.